Hello and welcome to Brain Fry, India's first trivia podcast. Fasten your seat belts and put on your thinking caps. The show is about to begin. This is your host and quizmaster Aditya. Did you know Napoleon the Great and Tipu Sultan used to write letters to each other? Or did you know that Hong Kong has a meme museum that lets you see some of internet's famous memes in 4D? If you didn't know such old and never been told kind of facts then you have come to the right place the right podcast brain fry. The format of the show is quite simple as your host I will tell you and our contestants some stories. Each of the stories will have clues hidden inside them and they will be followed by a question. The contestant to crack the most questions wins. Having said that, let me quickly remind you that true real objective of the show is to gain knowledge, to be curious about the world around us. So if you get to know something really cool, some interesting trivia from today's episode, you are the true winner. Now let us get quizzing. First up are our contestants. Quickly some introductions. We will start with P for Pranav. Pranav, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, hi Aditya. Thank you so much for having me. where are you from what do you do a quick introduction of yours i am from pune and i have recently started doing food videos not for a living yet <laughs> there is no living being earned from it so far but it's been fun i've been making instagram videos and hopefully i can continue instagram videos the other contestant surely knows a t- thing or two about that <laughs> would the other contestant introduce themselves hi thank you for having me i'm very excited to be here my name is tanaya i am better known as dr cutrus on the internet and i talk about all the fun things on instagram and youtube and a podcast and a book a podcast which you kindly produce i talk about sexual reproductive and menstrual health so sex periods and baby making on the internet and i live in alhabad <laughs> that's lovely so uh, tanaya pranav the questions will be wide ranging from movies to literature science history basically anything and everything that human mind can think of we will be going there so the first question pranav is from syria and yeah so syria as uh, you might have read in the news there's been quite a lot of political turmoil happening in that part of the world and the question revolves around these hunters so these are people who look for something really really specific and uh, they're just known as hunters now in 2023 dozens of these hunters in syria have been brutally killed in attacks and the ruling bashar regime constantly blames islamic state for the violence so isis was uh, sort of ruling syria for a while and then isis got out and this bashar regime came in and bashar regime says it is isis who is killing of these hunters isis has said we have nothing to do with these massacres now what is interesting to note here is that the object which uh, these hunters are going after this product is extremely highly coveted and whichever regime comes to power wants to use it for their revenue depending on the quality of this product it can fetch anywhere around 5 to 25 euros per kilogram and just selling 1 kg could mean getting your monthly expense sorted so these hunters are risking it and it is getting them money and there is all these bashar regime and isis who want to 
basically control this trade. So there is economics at play too. Apparently, these hunters want to continue giving the corrupt ISIS militias half of their harvest rather than two-thirds, which the Bashar regime is demanding. So that is the entire thing. ISIS was charging them 50% of whatever they earn. But the Bashar regime is saying, give us two-thirds. And because of an entire conflict, a lot of people have been murdered. Can you tell me what are these guys hunting in Syria? What is this product that is being chased around and is well causing a lot of damage? Okay. I have a bunch of things I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, so one is, I mean, obviously Middle East and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So when you started the question, I was thinking of oil and how oil is coveted uh, and, and it could get someone. And I can see why people would risk their lives for it. But then you used a few words. You used harvest. You used, uh, uh, you said, uh, I think a kilo, 25 euros or something, a kilo, which yep. again, like a kilo oil is usually, I'm guessing would be measured in liters or gallons. So probably food, yeah. not, probably not oil. The two other things that came to my mind were, one is hash, which is, again, like super prized in the Middle East. Uh, the word assassin comes from hashasin and stuff. Uh, and assassins were hunters. So this like relates really well with the question. But again, I don't think it would be hash as much as it would probably be saffron. Uh, Middle East is known for its saffron crop. And Iran and stuff is super famous for saffron and also extremely expensive. I can see why people would put their lives at risk for saffron. Uh, harvest goes well with that. So I think I would go with saffron. Really interesting guess, but unfortunately not the correct answer. Mm. Oh, damn. Is it chili peppers? <laughs> Aleppo chili is supposed to be... I do not know of that, but uh, clearly there was some logic behind it. But no, both of Poppy? you unfortunately were off. I'm sorry? Poppy seeds? Poppy. No. Oh, gosh. It's actually... Should I give it away? Yes. No, give, give us a hint. Okay. I'll, okay, let me give you a hint. Now, there are no points to it. Now, let's just play uh, with this. Basically, these hunters, uh, 150 or more have been killed this year. So, it's becoming... It's getting to that serious level. And it is pretty much similar to, say, the blood diamond. The entire situation is similar to blood diamonds from Africa. That you can be in the most fanciest of places in Europe. But you don't know that this ingredient, which you correctly both of you have guessed that it's a food ingredient, it's related to that. It is basically leading to so many people getting massacred. Again, it's something which is rare, something which is expensive. Won't be truffles. Truffles are usually found in Europe. Uh, Colder places, yeah. And plus you can't... It is truffles. It is truffles. Oh, wow. Syrian truffles. The Middle Eastern or Syrian truffles are black and white truffles called the Daughter of Thunder or Bint Al-Rad. They are found in deserts across the region and thought to be the product of stormy weather and lightning strikes. And these are extremely rare truffles which are found in Syria. So ISIS is fighting for truffles and the government of Syria is fighting for truffles and 150 people have died over fungi. Mushroom paid. 150 people have died this year, 2023. Not so much of a fun guy now, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 
but there's an interesting the reason i did not say uh, truffles to start with was because so truffles traditionally and historically have been hunted using animals uh, so oh. hunters for example that that kind of like led me astray because like for example in europe they used to use pigs which would uh, the the theory was that pigs female pigs sows would smell the androstenol which is like a sex hormone in pigs and the the smell of truffles was similar to that sex hormone which is what the female pigs would smell and they would dig out the truffles and that's how hunters would get truffles but then the problem was that the pigs started eating a lot of those truffles <laughs> uh, which is super expensive and they was, they started like disrupting the entire ecosystem of truffles so they started training dogs to now like st- uh, hunt the truffles and now dogs are used in hunting truffles in europe which is why i was like wait there are no animals involved so maybe not truffles there's also a fantastic podcast on this the podcast is called gastropod and they they investigate food and science history and they have a wonderful episode on truffles that i mean i only heard about european truffles so yeah yeah same oh this is so interesting to know that syria also has yeah. truffles and that clearly people are getting that there's a price being paid for it <laughs> so uh, moving to the next question taraya this is interesting and maybe maybe just right up your alley if the first question was related to food this one this one actually starts with a web comic This is a web comic okay. called. This <laughs> is a web comic called XKCD. Random Monroe. It's quite a famous web comic. Comic number nine seven eight jokes about the origins of citations. <laughs> uh, do are you aware of this particular comic? Uh, this panel or Not this, this comic? Not this particular panel. No, but yes, the comic. I have both of his books in my bathroom. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Now in this comic uh, so there are these panels going on I'll just describe what is being said in this entire comic the first step is a person adding an untrue fact to wikipedia okay second a writer who is probably short on time checks wiki for a summary of their article but doesn't bother to check the sources okay or maybe the writer does not consider the information important enough to check the sources and they put it in a article cool eventually someone notices the claim in a published source and cites it in the wikipedia article okay the citation now gives the claim credence as readers don't realize that the official source was based on a wikipedia article itself this way a cited fact is born on the internet even when it's untrue So to sort of give an example would be if tomorrow I go to Wikipedia and say that Amitabh Bachchan is the voice of Batman <laughs> and I change the Wikipedia and then tomorrow Pranav is uh, writing a article on Amitabh Bachchan or Batman and he just comes across this line and he thinks ha ye to hoga hi it is possible he puts it in a article on new pune times if that's a publication and then tanayal later who is just going through wikipedia updating wikipedia or comes across this article like oh i didn't know amitabh bachchan was batman so let me update amitabh bachchan's wikipedia with this source and thus amitabh bachchan becomes batman fantastic now this way a cited fact is born on the internet even when it's untrue what is the name of this comic a pun 
on a process of formation and development of cells of like cells. human body there are cells oh a process of development of cells yes so the name of the comic yeah. is a pun on the process of formation and development of cells of like living cells come on give me a hint doctor give me a hint my thesis doctor, is in cell biology i'm ashamed <laughs> you are a doctor that's your hint by the way just to add salt to the wounds i think i may know no, that no shut up <laughs> my thesis is in cell biology i have to know this what is the, uh, like okay if we have to like don't want to give you a hint here but like if you have to look at the process of formation of cell and development of cells any names that pop up meiosis mitosis like organ not organ but like organism formation he said it's a pun so now now think oh, you seem to be on the right track but yeah meiosis genesis i don't know <laughs> okay we move to pranav pranav can so, you do it i think it's i mean since it's citation right and mitosis so i'm guessing the pun is cytosis you were closer so i'll give out the answer no but I, give me another hint much i can give there's not much uh, <laughs> i was so okay, sure this was okay, going to be correct okay you want to take uh, pranav's answer and like tinker with it pranav could you repeat your answer you would not for really her close. not for her to get points i'm not <laughs> oh there are no points now there are no points now uh, okay i said mitosis that and the pun on mitosis would be because it's create, like it's making fake citations so a pun on that would be cytosis and uh, a cell is, is also like cytoso hmm a cell is cyto cytoplasm is the plasm inside the cell cytology is the study oh. of cell uh cyto cytogenesis can also cytogenesis 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 c y t o g e n e s i s cytogenesis is the process of formation and development of cells oh god and i should have just comic etymologized this this comic <laughs> took it and made it cyto as in c i t o genesis mm. nice and some of the most funny cytogenesis that i could find on the internet was sasha baron cohen the actor uh, wikipedia editors added fake information that the comedian worked at investment banking firm goldman sachs a claim which new source was picked up and was they later added back to the article citing those sources and of course later people asked sasha baron cohen like how did you end up doing comedy and ali ji and borat when you were doing uh, investment banking for goldman sachs and he's like what are you on <laughs> well played randall munro well played <laughs> and there's one interesting one actually this one is actually well played in 2006 a wikipedia editor remember pringles the yeah. chips do you remember the logo the, the mascot the, yeah death of the guy no what what is that death of the guy <laughs> so there was there was this thing that the death of i mean i don't know if it's true or it not is. but the whole like the pringles creator when he died they buried him in a coffin that was shaped like a pringles no, can no he wanted his ashes to be saved in a pringles can and i think his ashes also are that. still saved in a pringles can like instead of an urn or whatever yeah. uh, so do you remember the pringles ka logo yeah it's that yeah. man with the, like yeah. a mooch 
सो विकीपीडिया एडिटर क्लेम्ड एज अ प्रैंक दैट द प्रिंगल्स मैस्कॉट वॉज नेम्ड जूलियस प्रिंगल्स या सो दैट मूछू वाला गाय का नाम दिस पर्सन नेम इज जूलियस प्रिंगल्स आफ्टर द ब्रांड वॉज सोल्ड फ्रॉम प्रॉक्टर एंड गैम्बल टू केलॉग्स The name was officially adopted by Pringles marketing materials, so now they actually got the name Julius Pringles. Oh wow! So the mascot is Julius Pringles, and it all started with the case of cytogenesis. <laughs> Damn! Damn! I cool. love this. I think I should make you both a team rather than make you yeah. compete against yeah. each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we both got our answers after after the questions done. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. We are terrible quizzers, is what? what, what yeah, uh, that. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I hope the stories are fun, though. Actually, that just reminds me that I need to keep a tab of the scores also, because I was. Oh, you don't have to. I think we both are zero at this point. <laughs> <laughs> what are you keeping score on? <laughs> oh, I think the next question will be cracked because it is well. At least, if you are of a certain age group, you would know of this incident. Yeah, ageism has entered, and that added yes. pressure on me now. <laughs> like this will be cracked. So now, if I don't crack it, I'm just gonna leave, I guess. <laughs> so this next question is about a particular moment, which was a widely discussed moment from Super Bowl X X X V I I I. That means Super Bowl thirty eight halftime. so super bowl every year they have these massive performances during the half time in the game that year justin timberlake and janet jackson were going to perform and they were going to perform a song called rock your body as the song reached the final line which was i'm going to have you naked by the end of this song timberlake performed a certain action leading to an accidental result accidental is in quotes this led many people to complain to the network for indecent exposure so the people who were watching it at home uh, the live uh, telecast they complained to the network for indecent exposure next day jackson jan jackson publicly apologized claiming that it was an accident even though it is now believed by many that it was a planned stunt uh, in her apology janet jackson when she was apologizing she apologized for something particular she used a phrase a phrase which has now become quite common in our sort of parlance in internet parlance in daily usage to nahi kahunga but yeah it's a phrase that all of us are aware of so it was one of the first times that this particular phrase was used so to wrap it up entirely a super bowl performance janet jackson and Justin Timberlake are performing a rather raunchy uh, lyrics and towards the end Timberlake does something and that leads to some sort of indecent exposure which a lot of people complain and uh, then Janet Jackson apologizes the next day uh, she apologizes for something specific a phrase she uses and now a lot of people believe that maybe it might not have been an ex- accident and it might have been something which they had planned and it just backfired possibly Uh, what words did janet jackson use okay again i had like two answers but because one. you said finally in the last line you said what words which means there is like multiple words that it was a I phrase yeah, yeah if i, I think the answer is uh, wardrobe malfunction 
I know this. Sarai, I know this. Think? It's a nip slip. It's oh, a nip wow. slip. No, but he said words, which is why I had nip slip, but he said words. It is wardrobe malfunction. But yeah. Oh, shut yeah. up. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. We have like account has op- opened finally. But yes, it was a major controversy. And I <laughs> is not happy. Because it wasn't a slip. Yeah, he pulled it. Uh, like pulled her. And yeah, there was like... I wasn't a honey boy teenager. I didn't look at the video. <laughs> hey, I just had... Guess who was... Guess who was a uh, teenage honey boy? Both of you. One guy called Javed Kareem. One guy called Javed Kareem. Who's this? So Javed Kareem was sitting and watching, like he saw the performance and later he wanted to go online and could not find the online footage, any footage online. So he's like, yeah, there should be a video site like for this. So he goes back to his colleagues at PayPal. Uh, Their names were Chad Hurley and Stephen Chen. And within days, Hurley designed the site's interface and logo. While Chen and Kareem split technical (laughs) duties this website was initially trying to be a dating website and then later it became did he record the first video at the zoo he recorded the first video which which went on to the website in the zoo and that website got sold to google in 2006 for 1.6 billion dollars it was youtube yeah <laughs> the guy wanted to see the video so he invented oh god YouTube. the dating site should have been a clue yes or no it's it's yeah. funny that you mentioned this because even the like Google image search, the function Google image search came about because people wanted to see Jennifer Lopez's green dress mm. at I think it was VMA green Versace mm. dress, yeah, green Versace dress at the VMA Awards. I don't know if it was the VMA Awards, but I think it was one of these awards. Yeah. I know it was with Diddy. She was dating Diddy at that time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez dated P Diddy. Wow. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think so. But yes, so yeah, teenage uh, boys ended up making you. My defense, in my defense I had just gotten, I had just gotten access to internet then. So, in my defense, I, I had newspaper. It was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that uh, this incident is that old. It was like two thousand four ish, I think. YouTube is two thousand six, if I'm not wrong. Six they, they sold a... to six sold to Google, so it must have been okay. slightly earlier than that. But yeah, you are absolutely right. That was my second sort of story: is Google image search came from Jennifer Lopez's uh-huh. car dress. And at this point, I'll just quickly drop in with a quick reminder to our listeners right now. Since you have been listening so far, uh, we're going to guess and say that you're enjoying the show. So please, please. Do share your appreciation with us by sharing this podcast with your friends, families, and followers. Do tag our two special guests today. Let them know how much you enjoyed it. We all will love that. And yes, do follow the podcast. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, whichever platform you're listening to it, just drop a follow. We have more special episodes coming for you. So pretty sure you're going to enjoy those too. Moving on. Yeah. Listen, but I should get half points for this, please. Let's slip. We'll see. If it's a tie at the end, require like then I'll give you like half a point. Okay, thank you. But Bilal ke liye. Oh, the next question is really interesting. I suck at this, but go on. Again, something something <laughs> that you've heard of. I'm pretty sure that you heard of. So there is this author called S. Hussein Zaidi. 
एस हुसैन जैद ही हैज वॉज प्राइमरली अ जर्नलिस्ट इन मुंबई ड्यूरिंग लेट एटीज अर्ली नाइनटीज एंड रोट अ लॉट अबाउट मुंबई अंडर वर्ल्ड सो ही रोट द बुक ब्लैक फ्राइडे विच बेसिकली ब्रोक डाउन जो बॉम्बे ब्लास्ट हुए थे हाउ इट हैपन द एंटायर स्टोरी ऑफ इट एंड सिंस देन ही इज गॉन ऑन टू राइट लॉट ऑफ बुक्स ऑन विच लॉट ऑफ हिंदी फिल्म शोज एंड मूवीज हैव बीन बेस्ड अबाउट द फंक्शनिंग्स ऑफ मुंबई अंडर वर्ल्ड सो अकॉर्डिंग टू हिज बुक डोंगरी टू दुबई डोंगरी इज अ लोकैलिटी इन साउथ ऑफ बॉम्बे विच इंसिडेंटली गिवज अस द वर्ड डोंगरी बिकॉज डॉक्स पे पीपल यूज टू वेयर डोंगरी के डॉक्स पे दीज टू वेयर what became dangri so dongri to dubai speaks of a particular individual called bheem now bheem used to be a tribal chief in the mahim region of bombay so whenever bheem had a challenging task that he had to <laughs> assign to his tribesmen what he would do is he would gather all his warriors and put up a feast like sab log aa jao सब लोगों को मस्त खाना वाना मिलेगा एवरी वन चिल एंड एट द एंड ऑफ दिस लैविश फीस्ट दिस पर्टिकुलर फूड आइटम वुड बी प्लेस्ड इन द सेंटर ऑफ द गैदरिंग एंड बेसिकली एट दैट टाइम बीम वुड टेल देम व्हाट द टास्क इज व्हाट चैलेंजिंग टास्क नीड्स टू बी डन एंड दीज यूज टू बी लाइक लाइफ और डेथ काइंड ऑफ अ थिंग्स so the person who would accept that task would go ahead to the center pick the food item and consume it okay a very particular practice which became synonymous with the food item got its name from this way of assigning task by bima what practice is being spoken about and remember we are talking about s husain zaidi his work and his book dongri to dubai why are you giving me such difficult questions i think you i think you know the answer but you yeah, just don't you know you know the answer i think pranav knows the answer because he's also confident <laughs> that you know the answer <laughs> so again beam or bima was this tribal leader beam used to have these whenever there used to be this some task which was life and death where you not sure if you would survive first he would call all his brave warriors give them like a put up a nice meal a nice feast and at the end just one food item in the middle those who want to pick it up just have to go and go to the center consume the food item and that means they have accepted the challenge and of course they would get rewards when if and when they finished it but there was a significant risk okay i have two theories yeah is it a liquid No. That theory one is out of the picture then. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like breast milk, maa ka doodh piya hai to karke ya type. Ooh, <laughs> interesting, interesting. But no, no, no. That I thought. Yes, I, I thought first you. Th- but think yeah. along those lines. Think like Bollywood villains. Yup. Is it namak? Namak, mera namak khaya. Namak halal and all. Namak halal. What is it? No, 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 no. Have you seen much of? Uh, Bollywood underworld movies but i think you're I very think you... very clearly aware i haven't seen any bollywood movies or hollywood movies <laughs> all right i think we'll go to pranav pranav uh, could you tell uh, taraya me and all the listeners what this food item was and what did it lead to what tradition did it lead to so it's actually funny because i uh, 
and probably unfair as well that i have a video coming up on this very soon this exact story uh, uh so he basically would put like a beetle nut in in the middle of the of the thing and people would hold up and go and kill someone which is where the supari dena basically supari dena comes from like that he would because he would put a beetle nut in in the middle very interesting yes so that was i'm from up i should know supari dena <laughs> <laughs> is it used there also supari pata nahi matlab hum to bahut har tarah ka crime hota hai hamare yahan i'm not suggesting i'm not suggesting you that you would know it but i thought it was a mumbai or lexicon nahi nahi hamare yahan har variety ka crime hota hai aapko kiska specialist chahiye aap bataiye hum dhoond ke denge aapko wow interesting uh, yeah so yeah. it supari dena came from people taking the supari and after a nice heavy meal Pranav, I have a really difficult question for you, and oh, unfortunately, there is not much in this question that you can work with. Oh, sure. answer दे देगा देखना ही. Considering, <laughs> considering you are ahead on like two zero, I think it's about time we uh, like push you a bit. Does the name Frank Sieberling ring any bells? No. no. Then it's perfect. Frank <laughs> Sieberling was a businessman from Akron. Ohio A K R O N Akron Akron Ohio United States Frank Sieberling started a company in 1898 and he named this company after another inventor in the same field as he, he was working in So Sieberling started company in 1898 named it after another inventor from the same field i can tell you the inventor's first name if that helps the first name was charles it was the second name i mean it's a very common <laughs> name but the second name is what frank's company was named after uh 2 years later the company was discussing a suitable trademark frank and team were discussing what would be a trademark what would be our logo kind of a thing contemplating on this frank was strolling in his mansion when he noticed a statue of a god hermes h e r m e s i believe it is hermes so he came across this statue of the god hermes who he felt frank felt the god hermes embodied the attributes of his products and it is also said that this god hermes represented trade and commerce he felt that a part representation of the this god a part representation not the entire figure of hermes but something about this entire figure a part of it would make for an apt trademark an apt logo the foot of the greek god with a winged sandal is what ended up being the logo this trademark this still the logo of this company and it's been more than 125 127 years can you tell me what company is this i said there's not much to play with except for the fact that if you know what hermes ka foot looks like and the fact that it has a winged sandal on it yeah this does remind me of a logo actually a sandal it's like tilted and it's got like wings going upwards i think this is the logo of goodyear the tire company and i think charles goodyear now that you said charles charles goodyear as a name makes vague like i have vague recollection of that name so i'd say goodyear the tire company yeah charles goodyear was one of the first people who made 
Profitable and an easy way to yeah, vulcanize rubber. Vulcanize and Frank Siebeling named his company Goodyear after him. And one day he was strolling through his mansion, apparently. He already had a mansion as if he needed much. <laughs> and he saw this figure of the God Hermes who's, who has winged sandals. And you're right, the feet are slightly tilted towards the ground. And there are these winged sandals. And... The company is named in the honor of Charles uh, Goodyear. The company makes horseshoe pads, bicycle carriage tires, ceiling rings for canning, fire hose, and even rubber poker chips. And Henry Ford's Model T fitted uh, with Goodyear tire became a sensation. The first automobile had Goodyear tires. Uh, In fact, uh, some of the first aircrafts also had Goodyear tires. Goodyear is the first tire company, if you're an F1 fan, to have won more than 300 Grand Prix. And on that note, can I ask you a random question? This is one of my favorite pieces of trivia. Which company makes the most number of tires globally every year? It's not Goodyear. Michelin. It's not Michelin. That's a good guess. I was going to say MRF. uh, uh... MRF, I recently learned, made the tires for some Apollo missions. Oh, wow. Yes. It's not a tire company. I'll give you a hint. Ooh, Lego. Lego makes the most number mm. of tires globally every year. Although there are like two tires. Then, yeah. <laughs> but they do make the most number of tires. Also, Goodyear was the one who was responsible for condoms being able to be mass marketed. Because before that, we used to have these little caps that would go on the top of the penis. Uh-huh. That didn't do much. Um, because vulcanized rubber. So latex production happened as a consequence of rubber being vulcanized. And that's how we were able to manufacture large-scale condoms because before that condoms used to be made of animal intestines so like the lining of the yeah it's really cool sheepskin i should have a picture of it somewhere like a penis sausage literally (laughs) (laughs) what different materials have been used uh, as contraception like crocodile dung alien materials coca-cola very unsuccessfully but uh, crocodile dung used to be used a mix of acacia and honey used to be used where is it? Charles wow. Goodyear is in my book, actually. That's why I remember this. Crocodile dung is such a such a niche product to be <laughs> used. Like, it's not just any dung. It's, it's yeah. specifically so crocodile dung. how it dung. would work is because it would change the pH of the vagina and then the sperm that would come in would get inactivated by this very extremely acidic vagina that would happen as a consequence of the... The vagina is normally supposed to be acidic, but because of the crocodile dung, the pH would get completely thrown off. So now the sperm would die, essentially, from this very, very hostile pH. Okay, so... Oh man, this acidic vagina thing reminds me of this one question. That Dr. Watson? Dr. Watson. What, what? Tell me, no, like I love it. Asked him, like sometimes asked, someone asked him, like, if I, if I squeeze a lemon, will it help avoid pregnancy? It was used. And he answered... It was historically yeah, used. Was like, Is the vagina not healed for you? Something like that. <laughs> no, but apparently Casanova used to use uh, lemon rinds over his penis as like a, or on top of the cervix as a cap to prevent the sperm from going up. I love contraception oh, history. Man. My favorite bit of contraception history, and since it's related to food history, is that Hing used to have a cousin in his family. So this was called Sylphium. Mm-hmm. And Sylphium was so good as a contraceptive and as an abortifacient. Theoretically, we don't know. This is the theory according to most historians. What is a? What is a what so is it was induced abortions. Okay. So okay. this uh, sylphium used to be so good at it that the the Mycenaeans, I think, 
they consumed it out yeah. of existence completely and existence like extinction to it's extinction. extinct now here's the fun thing about silphium let me see if i can pull up a picture the silphium seed it has the shape of a heart on it and a lot of historians believe that the modern idea of what a heart looks like comes from silphium like oh wow yeah i mean we loved it so much so we used it into extinction so what we join two hands and <laughs> create a heart that comes from a seed which caused induced abortions yes indeed <laughs> yeah sex history I'll is very this fun this on valentine's day i'll put up a reel <laughs> <laughs> and as we move to the last question here is a quick something that i want the audience to pay attention to have you ever 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 had a spooky scary ghost adventure uh, if yes then do listen till the end of the show uh, i have something for you it is uh, something really cool it's a podcast at the end of the show but for now we continue <laughs> it's your question next oh and it has to do with ryan gosling i would not why are you giving me all the pop culture and, and film questions Aguilera. Knowing that I know nothing about film and pop culture, but fine, go ahead. I know nothing about anything anyway. Hey, same. Please, please. <laughs> He's on a. I did not expect the last question to get cracked because it's just Rise like. Rise in three zero. <laughs> there's always a round two. There's always a round two. Yeah. So, uh, in the years eighteen, nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety four, while shooting for something called as the all new Mickey Mouse Club, Ryan Gosling, the actor, Britney Spears, the singer, and Christina Aguilera, another singer, they all used to live in the same apartment. And I mean, you can imagine all pretty much all of them went on to do great things. Uh, another person who was in this apartment also went on to do some great things with their life. at that time this person was working on a project which was in a very nascent stage then again from the world of media he kelo like i won't call it content but like yeah something art art kelijes ko so at that point uh, this person was working on a project that would go on to take the world by storm only a few years later uh, in 2022 this person mentioned that while they were flatmates they spoke to gosling like hey would you like to join not would you like to join but i am working on some this project uh, what do you think of it so gosling said yeah this seems like a knock off of another such project which had just come up and there are many of these uh, similar projects which have existed so that's what uh, gosling said back then but uh, online news websites had their moment of cytogenesis where they just took some bit of story and then made something else saying that gosling almost joined the project and it became globally a big news and people were fantasizing like what if it happens gosling joins this because he would be so apt for it and soon enough uh, it was all proved to be incorrect and both of them said yaar aisa nahi tha we just spoke about it but not about Gosling joining this project. I'll tell you one thing. Since it's quite vague right now, this person toured with this project to India this year, and it was quite a big news. I choose those words very carefully. So you have to tell me what project was this person working on? You're saying this person toured India with this with this project? project? Yes. And it was big news. it was fairly big news 
With Janet Jackson. No, but Justin Timberlake was also on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, Justin Timberlake was also there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad. I stand corrected. This is the only answer I knew out of all of the things you mentioned. (laughs) 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 Wait, let me think. So they were all together. And while they were on this, somebody who was also on the show wanted to launch something new. Correct, correct. And this thing was launched in 2022? No. Uh... Just a few years later, so 1994 is when this all new Mickey Mouse Club stopped. Mm -hmm. And a few years later, these guys were, this project was a global hit. And only in 2022 that in an interview, this person said, like, oh, I had mentioned this to Gosling once. (laughs) And Gosling's thought there wasn't much potential because there was, we weren't really original in that sense of we weren't original and... Is it the Backstreet Boys? Because they came to India this year. Am I original? <laughs> Nick Carter? Yeah. It was AJ McLean from AJ Backstreet McLean, Boys. Yeah. So they had discussed uh, with Ryan Gosling. And Ryan Gosling said, yeah, boy bands ho I don't think any people want another boy band. And Spice Girls had just probably, I think, gotten over their split. And they're like, people have had it with them. Uh, but... <laughs> News articles, news publications took it in a different direction. They said Grant Gosling was going to join Backstreet Boys. And then it became a big news. So they had to release a clarification that no, he was not going to join the band. But yeah, that was... Do I get a, a point for this? Everything aside? Of course. We'll, we'll give you half our points for hey, that. my full point, please. <laughs> I will quit. Yeah. Say, no, you get it. You and get I, at it. this point, I'll just like quit playing games with my heart. And so with that, we reach the end of this episode where the score is in favor of Pranav. Pranav is on three points and Tanaya is on one. But there is a second part to this episode where Tanaya can easily make a comeback. And uh, yes, that brings us to the end of the episode. I'm pretty sure you got to discover some cool trivia and also hopefully enjoy the banter. We will be back next week with a new episode and, uh, well, the same contestants and more trivia, more stories and more questions. This was Brain Fry. Before we go, there is an audience question. As always, last week on the show, we had an audience question which was, name this rubber company from India which has worked with NASA on its space missions. The correct answer to this question was MRF tires. Yes, MRF manufacturers of tires and not cricket bats as some cricket fans might have thought including me but yes MRF was in a technical collaboration with the US firm to develop tires for NASA missions I thought that was super super cool and uh, as always uh, among all the responses that we got we have picked one winner and the correct answer was given by Sumanth Nayak Sumanth please do reach out to us and we will figure out a way to get your prize to you And now, if you also would like to take part in the audience question, this week's audience question is really, really simple but tricky. This one's for you, especially if you're a fan of Hindi films. You have to tell me, who is the youngest winner of the Filmfare Award? Yes, quite simple. 
who is the youngest winner of the Filmfare Award? I'll give you a hint, and this is where it gets tricky. It is not an Indian. Yeah. Send in your answers on social media. We are at the rate Pod Studio Forty One on Twitter and Insta. Yes, at the rate P O D Pod Studio S T U D I O Four One. The numbers. And uh, if you'd like to send in an email, you can do that at studio four one podcast at gmail dot com. Studio the numbers four one followed by podcast at gmail dot com. I'll mention all these handles and all these email IDs in the description. That is all for today. My name is Aditya Mattu, and I am your quiz master, host, and producer of the show. Editing, sound design, and original music by Mukubai. The quiz masters for this episode were Shakti Shetty, Dr. Ashwini Natu, Mondeep Aheer, Keshav, Kaushik, Pranjal, Ayush, and Ananda. Ananda also helped in the overall framing of the questions and the flow of the episode. So a big thank you to everyone who was involved. One last important thing before we go. Once again, I have been working with a podcast called Spooked, in which I have to find first-hand paranormal stories from India. So if you are from India or the Indian subcontinent. Please do reach out to me on social media at at the rate podcast studio forty one or on email at studio four one podcast at gmail dot com. Yes, social media is Insta, Twitter. It's all the same at the rate podcast studio four one and on email it is studio forty one podcast at gmail dot com. You can also, by the way, share your feedback on these IDs. Also, 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 if there is a question or a trivia-heavy story that you think will suit the podcast, please do share it with me on the same IDs that I mentioned before. That is all for today. See you next week. Thank you for your time. You can thank me for mine.